a real frontline patriot brings you his one-of-a-kind perspective on freedom versus tyranny. This is the world premiere of the Political Prisoner Podcast, powered by Gateway Pundit. Now, live from solitary confinement, here's your host, January Sixer, Jake Lang. Hello, my beloved American brothers and sisters. That's your humble host, Jake Lang. You are tuning in to the Political Prisoner Podcast. Uh, I'm so grateful uh, for you all to be here today with us uh, on this inaugural episode. We're running with the Gateway Pundit, amazing supporters of the Jan Sixers and of Patriots Worldwide. Um, I'd like to start this episode off and say, uh, may God bless you all that are listening and shine the light of Christ on you. As always, disclaimer for my podcast. If you're looking to be pushed further into any political camp or entrenched deeper in any political ideology, this show isn't for you. Here on my program, I only have one commander-in-chief. His name is Jesus Christ. And I only have one goal, to speak the truth to my listeners, truth that provokes introspection and repentance from people that are far from God and don't know Christ, and truth that encourages believers to stand boldly for what is right in God's eyes. And what is right in God's eyes? Light driving out darkness and using love to drive out hate. Love that changes people is at times inconvenient and harsh, but the truth sets men free, and God loves liberty so that we can worship him in truth and spirit. So I have a letter that I recently wrote uh, from this prison here in Alexandria to the city council and the mayor of Alexandria. Um, It's a really good opportunity to hear some of what It's been plaguing me and the other political prisoners here for the last 20 months. So please listen up and uh, open up your hearts to this letter. Dear Alexandria City Council and Mayor, Daily I grow more astonished at the levels of inhumane depravity Sean Casey and his sheriff's office can inflict on an innocent until proven guilty pretrial detainee. Their purposeful and retaliatory crackdown of me and my fellow patriotic January 6th political prisoners is spiteful and horrifying. Within the last week, from a direct order of Chief Williams and Sean Casey, I've had my cell raided at 1.30 a.m., where they sought out and destroyed vital legal documents, exhibits, and exculpatory evidence I was using to build my case. This behavior is reprehensible and un-American. I am being targeted and tortured for my political beliefs. On top of this, there's obvious differential treatment and unconstitutional attacks. They've also just denied me access to my lawyer for video visits. I used to have weekly visits with my lawyer, which were a nightmare to set up and frequently canceled, but now they have completely infringed on my right to access my attorney and assist in my own legal defense. I'm a federal detainee, and I live in New York, which is also where my lawyer practices. Them the Alexandria Detention Center and Sheriff's Office have effectively cut me off from my legal access. By doing this, I'm suffering multiple clear-cut due process violations of my constitutional rights. These weaponized abuses of the Biden Justice Department, the FBI, the U.S. Marshals, the federal prosecutors and correctional facilities are all coordinated against conservatives and January 6th Trump supporters to send a signal flare of intimidation to patriots across America who dare to stand up against tyranny and a radical progressive agenda. 
This is a concerted effort by our government to silence, imprison, and torture any dissenting political opinion. I am living proof. These tactics are directly taken from the communist authoritarian handbook in Russia and China. The scales of justice have now been painted in America, and our own federal government has become an enemy of the people, willfully and deliberately enforcing draconian measures to snuff out the spirit of liberty in our country. They would have all but succeeded if it weren't for the grace of Almighty God, which still has his sovereign hand on our nation. We can see him clearly working by the perseverance of the hundreds of persecuted January, January 6th political patriots and their families. We have withstood the murder at the hands of vicious Capitol Police Force officers on the steps of our own Capitol, notwithstanding the thousands of unarmed Americans maimed and severely injured by the Redcoats that day, myself included. We have bravely endured frightening pre-dawn FBI raids by Biden's new Gestapo, ripped violently from our wives, families, and children to be thrown in cockroach-infested gulags. We have stood united against the railing accusations of corrupt mainstream liberal news media as they've levied the heinous lies of domestic terrorism and insurrection at us. The most thoroughbred group of constitutional patriots to protect America from tyranny since the Founding Fathers. With dignity and forbearance, we have suffered 600-plus days of solitary confinement and the most grotesque inhumane treatment by our captors. The list of malicious mistreatments is long and harrowing. I've seen a former U.S. Marine nearly beaten to death by D.C. prison guards. With a flashlight, they turned him unrecognizable, fracturing his eye socket, cracking his jaw, and zip-tying his hands behind his back, leaving him for dead, only to be discovered swollen and bloody the next day by his fellow J-6 brethren. Personally, I have peacefully withstood corporal punishment by the hands of D.C. prison guards as well including being thrown up against a wall and punched in the gut for singing the national anthem and having an entire can of mace unloaded on me, point blank in my cell for showing the friend family photos. I was dragged out of the unit and put in a basement of the jail in complete isolation for months, having to appeal, having to appear for court with no shoes, socks, underwear, or fresh shirt or pants for two weeks. The abuses and stories I can share are so numerous and horrific, but they're truly most soul devastation comes from being treated as less than human. For over 15 months, I couldn't receive a haircut or see my family. In-person or video visitation was not happening. A combination of immense and immeasurable pain for any human. Forced to see me looking homeless and destitute, unkempt and unshaven in federal court, my parents' anguish and seeing their son malnourished, pale and abused was palpable. Without the love of Christ, none of us would still be alive. Denied access to video evidence against us or the legal library, we have languished as the government has used its old unlimited resources to manufacture narratives and charges on us. Being demonically withheld religious services for years, we have resorted to doing Bible studies and prayers together through the slots in our doors where they toss our food through to eat off the floor like dogs. Apparently, we humans don't deserve to eat their meals at desks or with a chair. At least if you support Trump, you don't. If you lend me your ear a little while longer, I will tell you what it's like to be stuck inside an 8 by 10 cell alone 22 hours a day for 20 plus months. With nothing but a toilet sink and two-inch mattress on a concrete slab, plus a couple of books, your options are limited to reading, prayer, burpees, and more prayer. We have also been lavished 
with the letter correspondence of tens of thousands of American Patriot supporters nationwide and the supreme comfort of knowing God is with us daily. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit has become a way of life, a key to survival. Thank you, God, for your unshakable love. We get to go to the gym to shoot the basketball roughly one hour every three weeks and see the sun for 20 minutes every month or so. Many of us are facing decades in prison and have been doomed by tainted and biased D.C. jury pools and extreme liberal judges, prosecutors, and even public defenders. Our families extorted by exorbitant lawyer fees, commissary costs for basic sustenance. We honestly would deteriorate without it and a $6.30 minute phone call. The situation is grim and the deck is stacked against us, but our faith in a wonder-working God keeps our hope on things unseen, for we walk in the Spirit by faith and not by sight. We serve a mighty God of deliverance and righteous power who has yet to forsake his children. We are steadfast in our convictions and maintain our resolve, not by our own strength, but from the eternal strength of knowing Jesus Christ. And this fact alone is what keeps the enemy awake at night, plotting and scheming as we sleep soundly in a political prison near you. Um, so today, for our very first kickoff episode, I have an amazing, um, I mean, just an absolutely Stunningly brave uh, woman joining me, uh, the mother of Ashley Babbitt, Mickey. Um, she's just a brave patriot who's down in D.C., been supporting the Jan 6 prisoners, going to trials for the January 6ers, uh, making noise outside the prison and showing her support and her fidelity to our country and our Constitution. Um, she'll be joining us in about 10 minutes. Um, got a, a few things to cover before then, and um, without further ado, we're going to jump right into it. Um, so yeah, everyone nowadays is all their head over heels about this Trump raid. Um, they're seeing the American Gestapo, the FBI, um, truly come into full form here and uh, show their true colors. So, you know, today I don't want to focus on just Trump um, because there's a bigger problem here. There's a bigger issue. Uh, they've been doing this for the last 20 months to everyday Americans across the country. Um, over 900 of them have been raided and abused and um, accosted by the FBI across the country, Jan Sixers, people that stood up to defend their constitutional republic uh, in the Capitol January 6th from a, a communist coup. And so we have uh, a much larger issue here, the weaponization of our FBI, our DOJ, um, even our own Capitol Police officers, which um, you know I personally witnessed and had done to me and um, you know many people there uh, were abused and, and brutalized. So, you know, it's no secret we've been living in a police state since 9-11, um, the passing of the so-called Patriot Act is anything but. And uh, we're being monitored and, and surveillance uh, every day across the country. It's uh, The encroachment of the federal government has never been greater. And um, it's, it's prudent for us as Americans um, and people who love God to... Uh, to look at this and, and see how we can uh, push back against it, how we can maintain our autonomy and our liberty. And um, it's uh, absolutely vital that we stand together and united at this time in our country. Um, you know, after January 6th, the FBI took it to a new level um, with just absolute harassment of patriots across the country. Um, you know, we've never seen anything like this. It, it feels like... Uh, like the Russians or um, people that, you know, 
oppose the Russians in Lenin's time, um, how they were raided by the secret police there and dragged out into the gulags and um, left to starve and to die in these prisons. And, um, you know, that's what we're seeing now with the Jan Sixers. So, you know, we have uh, we have to ask ourselves, who is the FBI? Um, you know, right now they're, they're setting themselves up um, as the Capitol Police is, um, we just opened up field offices in Los Angeles and in Florida. Um, they're like a nationalized police force, the same type of scenario that Hitler set up, um, the socialists there, to uh, take away our local sheriffs and our local um, police forces and to replace them with uh, these uh, tyrannical cops that are show their fidelity to the federal government instead of to the American people. And, um, you know, this regime... That's currently in place. They're using this um, this nationalized police force to intimidate Americans who uh, who dare to stand up and use their God-given rights, stand up against tyranny, stand up against all of these atrocities that we're seeing in our social climate. And they're using this police force to, I mean, basically scare people into submission and to make them uh, into chattel. And it's it's horrendous. And we need to speak out about against this and speak out for the truth. So. Um, there's a number of recent debacles that the FBI has been involved in um, that have totally discredited their integrity, um, and it proves to us that they're just another deep state swamp institution uh, meant to fleece us off our liberty. So the first one, um, you know, big one, obviously, is the FBI knowingly using fake evidence from a Clinton-hired lawyer, uh, Michael Sussman, to impeach Trump the first time around with the whole Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. This was... Um, the beginning of the the disintegration of the FBI's integrity and um, the American people saw who this um, this institution truly was when they turned against Trump using this just, I mean, this affidavit and this information that was um, given to the FBI by Michael Sussman was completely false. They knew it was false, and they decided to run with it anyway. And, um, you know, it, and it, it basically started off this entire witch hunt of Trump that we're currently still living under and all his supporters have been given the scarlet letter of T for Trump, and we've become uh, the new targeted people in America. Um, if you support Trump, if you're a conservative, if you're constitutionally-minded American, um, the FBI will go through you know, no, the no holds barred to come in to get you. So the second um, debacle of the FBI is currently uh, absolutely blown up is how they infiltrated and entrapped a militia, uh, Michigan militia group. Uh, they goaded them into a plot to kidnap uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, um, a tyrannical uh, governor over in Michigan that basically uh, shut down their entire state and put everybody in the, uh, a police state over there during COVID lockdowns. Um, but these, these brave uh, patriots that were part of this militia group, they didn't have any plans to do anything... Um, to that level, and the FBI infiltrated them and uh, goaded these people into, you know, a plot to kidnap this governor. And um, it was totally created, the entire scheme, by the infiltrators of the FBI. And it was proven um, that the FBI has lost all their foothold in, uh, in Michigan by um, four out of the six of these people that were brought um, to jury trial have been acquitted, and the other two... Um, are still remaining in jail. They're stalled on a hung jury. So the people of Michigan, they didn't buy this, um, this nonsense from the FBI and their, their uh, fabricated plan to, um, 
to basically infiltrate a, a group of patriots and to get them, demonize them, and uh, make it so they have a ridiculous plot to kidnap a sitting governor. Um, the third debacle we have, um, they listed, they, they listed uh, a group of parents. Um, they red flagged them who show up uh, to these school board hearings across the country, and they're protesting. They're using their God-given right to protest. Um, these horrible critical race theory, uh, racist initiatives that are trying to separate young children based off race and paint one as a victim and the other one as a, uh, you know, overly privileged. And um, this National uh, Educators Association, the NEA, they recommended to the FBI to uh, label these parents as domestic terrorists and to go and to do door knocks. Um, they, even in a couple cases, they raided some of these parents' houses who have no ties to any kind of extremism. Um, they have no ties to anything of violence, and the FBI used their uh, overarching powers to go and to harass and abuse and to intimidate these poor parents who just speaking out against uh, transgender, woke ideology, core curriculum changes and uh, critical race theory core curriculum changes and just an atrocity. FBI should be ashamed of themselves. Um, but it doesn't stop there. Um, also back up in Michigan, number four debacle. The FBI ignored hundreds of USA Gymnastics athletes, um, many of whom were minors. They're pleased for help about molestation and abuse from uh, the convicted pervert Dr. Larry Nasser. Um, they ignored these reports for years. Uh, it's part of the reason why the FBI has become a laughing stock and um, just say an abhorred institution in Michigan because the um, United States uh, Gymnastics Association uh, training camp was up there. That's where all these um, these victims were uh, abused by this doctor. And so they had hundreds of reports coming in for years, and they refused to investigate. And then when they finally um, did decide to investigate, it was too little, too late. He had hundreds of victims and um, ruined many lives. And, you know, gym gymnasts like Simone Biles and people like that, they've, they've been uh, forever scarred by uh, the FBI's lack of incompetence, you know, the, their lack of attention and their incompetence to uh, these abuses. So we have uh, the big one, number five, uh, January 6th, FBI debacle. Um, you know, there's so many things that are wrong with January 6th with the FBI's response. First of all, uh, I personally seen a uh, an affidavit from uh, December 30th, uh, 2020 that one of the FBI infiltrators in the uh, Kansas City Proud Boys, they told the FBI, their handler, um, there's going to be violence on January 6th. Um, the people are planning on bringing weapons. Um, you know, they had pre-notification that it was going to get uh, hot heavy at the Capitol that day. And the FBI, instead of uh, calling back their... their um, their informant and saying, you know, don't go. They said, just go. I mean, I read this in, in my discovery um, that just slipped in from a massive amount of discovery my lawyer was able to procure. And, um, you know, they told their their infiltrator there, just go and um, stay, you know, keep reporting back to us whatever happens and uh, go be part of the, the protest and, um, you know, report back to us. And so instead of going in, getting the National Guard's attention, and going and telling the, um, the powers that be that, you know, we have um, informants that are telling us that people are planning on bringing weapons and, 
and you know there may be some violence that happens at the Capitol that day. They let this um, this informant just go along and be part of the crowd, and um, we don't know his name. It's been redacted from the documents that I saw, but you know you have that the FBI there uh, knowingly basically giving the green light to have their informant go along with the crowd and possibly um, instigate people, possibly be part of uh, violence that day and to coordinate violence um, that day and uh, prod people into uh, to attacking the Capitol Police. We also have the refusal to investigate the police brutality um, and the murder of Ashley Babbitt and Roseanne Boylan, two beautiful, brave American heroes that stood up for their country on January 6th, both unarmed, both uh, peaceful, and both killed, murdered, slain at the hands of Capitol Police with no investigation from Congress, from the FBI, from the DOJ into their murders. Um, we're left in the dark while, um, while they have this ridiculous investigation onto January 6th and Trump. You don't see them mentioning Ashley Babbitt's name even once this entire time. And it's just an atrocity and um, uh, Officer Byrd that is uh, responsible for her death and her murder, uh, he deserves uh, to be in here with me wearing an orange jumpsuit and he needs to be brought to justice and, and the FBI needs to be investigating the murders. Um, so January 6th is a huge debacle by the FBI in multiple different ways. Um, their prior uh, planning and their response afterward, uh, they're disgrace. And so now we have the number one, big number six, that everybody's obviously clamoring about, the Mar-a-Lago raid. Um, nothing I can say hasn't been said by every um, half-hearted conservative talking head out there and fake patriot um, Republican talk show host. Uh, you know, they've all shown now, they've shown their, you know, their uh, horrific uh, opinion on the FBI and its overreach and stuff, but where were they? These last 20 months, as uh, Americans were being raided across the country, they were silent. These half-hearted politicians, uh, fake patriots all over the place, and now they're just speaking out because it happened to Trump. Well, um, it's been happening to us for years now, and you were silent. Um, so you need to get your priorities in order, all of you uh, conservative talk show hosts out there and uh, politicians that say you're for the Constitution and for the American people. It's been happening for a long time to us. And now the deep state tyranny reaches Trump, and you want to be up in arms about it, well, shame on you. You should have been supporting us and speaking out against this for the many, many months we've been rotting away in these gulags. Um, so we have some uh, some other things uh, with the FBI and a lot of these mainstream conservative commentators like Mark Levin. Um, you know, he even quoted recently that there's a big, quote, a big difference between the local cops and what we're seeing with the FBI and DOJ. And I would also include in there, um, and the Capitol Police, you know, the Capitol Police that uh, had a, a firing squad that day on, on Americans, um, they, uh, they're not your local sheriffs. They're not coming to get your cat out of a tree. Um, these people, they're D.C. liberals. They're entrenched in the swamp. They, uh, they saw the opportunity to brutalize and maim and murder uh, Trump supporters unarmed, and they took that opportunity. And um, the Capitol Police, as a whole, should uh, be disbanded and, and recreated with um, American patriots and uh, former veterans and people that will actually show fidelity to the Constitution and not break their oath, becoming redcoats, protecting 
a communist uh, coup regime taking office um, and murdering unarmed American citizens. Um, you know, we have a two-tier justice system that sprung up out of this entire January 6th debacle. Um, and it starts off with Capitol Police Officer Michael Byrd. Um, why is he not being prosecuted or investigated and all of these innocent Jan Sixers are? You know, we're seeing a complete um, differential treatment between if you're um, supportive of the regime of Joe Biden or if you're standing against it, you'll either, the difference is either decades in prison or you'll be lauded as a hero by um, the American media complex, uh, liberal media complex, and um, it's a two-tiered justice system, and it's happening in more than one way. Um, you know, we've seen it uh transpire throughout all the summer of 2020 with uh, the Black Lives Matter people uh, creating insurrection across the country and the Antifa members. And now, um, you know, none of them are being prosecuted like the Jan Sixers are. And we have so many great supporters that are coming out and speaking out against us now. Um, one of them is Nikki. Um, Mickey Ashley's mom is here with me today. I want to bring her in because she's outside the jail literally on a daily basis where the Jan Sixers support, uh, patriots are, and she's supporting us and protesting and showing that um, real Americans stand up against two-tier justice system, which is anything but justice, and they, uh, they're heroes. And her daughter's a hero and deserves uh, her place in American history as being somebody who gave the full measure for her country and her constitution. So we bring in Mickey now. Hey, Mickey, how are you doing, sweetheart? Hey, Jake, how are you doing? I'm good. Um, I'm trunching along through this uh, solitary confinement process, and um, I'm so glad to see your shining bright face outside the jail um, protesting on our behalf. It is such a brave thing you're doing. Well, thank you. I don't, I don't know about brave, but I, I feel like, you know, Ashley's voice was silenced, silenced and stolen from her, and... I absolutely believe that she would be on the steps or on, on the premises of the jail supporting you guys, and I just can't believe this is going on in this country. I just sat through the Kyle Fitzsimons trial, and it it was just you know the the, the Capitol Police absolutely behaved badly that day. They, they in no way tried to be a police force. They wanted to engage in a in a street war with the benefit of of shields and spray yep. and. Their, and it was just the, the the terror they unleashed on the American people. It, it, the things that they're saying about, you know, American patriots, it's just, um, it boggles the mind. And the fact that these are men, a lot of them veterans that fought for their constitutional rights, being sitting beside those, in behind those windows and, and, you know, such isolation and such, they, they, they don't have family visits. They don't have good food. They don't have medical care. They, they just, um, inadequate contact with their lawyers and when they do inadequate lawyers they have contact with and then the judges are, are just yep. so biased and and the the um public defender in in Kyle in Kyle Fitzsimons trial was amazing so she did an absolute wonderful job some of them oh, great yeah some of it was hard to sit through but she was amazing and hopefully the judge will have a fair-minded decision coming up but it's going to be too it's not he's not even going to render a verdict until um, Labor Day, so it'll be, a, I'm sure, a stressful two weeks for Kyle, but, um, you know, what they did, um, the, the, 
I thought that the prosecution's case was, was weak because I don't think that they're pressed to do a good job. They think going into the courtroom with the J6er is a slam dunk because this is what it is, and it has been a slam dunk. It's either a bad plea deal or a biased judge that you have to listen to say everybody there that day was the antithesis of a patriot. Well, you know, those are preconceived notions that a judge shouldn't have sitting on the bench judging these people. But, you know, she also needs to realize that, that – um, you know, two million, two million people showed up that day that felt that way, and there was a whole bunch more. Yeah, we did. Yeah, there was a whole bunch more of us at home. So I would like to say that I'm proud of, of you, Jay Sixers. And most of you were well-behaved and went, for the, went there for the right purposes. And I appreciate you sharing one of Ashley's best days with her because until the sons of bitches killed her, it was a good day for her. <laughs> I, um, I pray for Ashley and for your family. Um, She's home now with our God and our, our protector, and her legacy and her memory is an inspiration to patriots across the country and what you're doing now to support your daughter and her voice that um, was taken from her that day is absolutely, I mean, it will go down in history as one of the greatest acts of patriotism between daughter and mother, mother in um, the 21st century here, um, that you're picking up the baton where she left off and going to these trials and standing behind Kyle and many other patriots, uh, literally, um, as they're going through these trials, um, it just shows us a testament to your faith and to your love for our country, and um, we're so glad to have you on our side, and Ashley, um, she was on our side that day, she's always going to be on our side, she's on the side of goodness, righteousness, justice, um, and liberty, and this country needs more Ashley Babbitt's um, brave women who are going to stand up, brave men who are going to stand up beside each other and push back against this tyranny and start to show up to these protests. Um, speaking of which, we have on September 24th um, the January 6th Solidarity Truth Press Conference, um, which you're going to be attending and speaking at and um, continuing your fight for liberty and for the truth of January 6th to get out, and that's going to be a phenomenal event. Um, thank you for for showing your awesome support there again for us and everything you're doing, Mickey, is just um, it's extraordinary. Well, I, I appreciate that, but it's my wish that our suffering and my daughter's blood are not wasted. And I totally believe that you guys behind bars are being prepared for something bigger. And I've said it before, I'll say it again, that I think that you guys are going to come out and be our future leaders and our future, you know, America first patriots. And I think that you guys as a unit are going to do good things, and I'm, I'll be proud to be standing with you. Uh, that is, That means the world to me, and um, I know that God is using what the enemy intended for evil for our good um, in, in so many different ways. And, um, you know, recently the FBI is embarrassing themselves even more by saying, you know, Ashley Babbitt's become um, a martyr uh, image and um, she's well, become yeah. uh, a rallying cry. And, and you know what, they're not too far from the truth. I think that she is an indelible image of, of patriotism, what it looks like to give the full measure for your country. And... Well, um, they should. They should know that. Well, thank you. And she's in good company because if you quote a forefather now, you're you're an extremist. But that being said, you know, as a result of that document, my family is now on an FBI watch list, and some of my children can't get jobs, and and I'm on like a super security flyer list, and it's just become ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. And that that started happening when I announced my plans to come to DC. 
So, yeah, they're, they're just over – it's just one more example of overreach of the government and trying, just trying to make people shrink from, from standing up because this is how they can squash us in a hundred different ways, which they are proving they can do. You know, so many things that are wrong that they're doing anyway, you know, as far as the Constitution goes or fairness in courts or, or, or even, you know, every, every single person, when we stand on the corner of that jail at night and sing to our people and they sing back to us, that's the same path other people use to go see their inmates, their relatives, their people. Our people are the only ones in that jail that are not allowed family visits, not video family visits, not not in-person family visits, nothing. No communication with their family at all unless it's over the phone. And it's just so unfair, so biased. And the judge, the, the, I mean, the, the guards do it with such arrogance. They assaulted me and Nicole Reffitt on, on the sidewalk. The first oh, time. yes, yeah. I wanted to ask about that. That is, I mean, so egregious and disgusting that they would see Two women pouring their heart out on the on the streets, there, singing and praying together, and just being supporters of these political prisoners, myself included. And they would come and harass you and assault you and smack your phone out of your hand. I mean, what what losers? What low lives? Well, and that's the thing that that's what really bothers me is I, I'm missing a righteous indignation from the American people, not on my assault, but the fact that they're behind bars with men that feel so arrogantly empowered to treat them however they want because they see them as throwaway people. And like I said, that you know we expect this behavior from the left, but Brandon Strzokas said it the best: the silence on the right has been deafening. Where where is everybody? Why is everybody standing behind Marjorie Taylor Greene and letting her lead the way and 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 barely supporting her? And at that, even just a handful. Where the hell are all our our our, our strong conservative leaders that? supported people being there that day and then when everything goes south they don't know you it's just so yeah it's corrupt and yucky well we're seeing um the cream rise to the top such as yourself such as um our politicians a few in number that do support us like gomer and and, and marjorie Taylor green that came and visited us in the jail and um you know we have events and things like um september 24th which is um going to be on j6solid.com um, details for that event um, we're, we're going to have thousands of people coming together we had over 20 speakers um, Nikki's going to be there and we've got amazing people so we're coming together around this people are showing up to the trials people are going to be showing up to these rallies and press conferences and uh, it's time to push back and it's time to stand up and do what we did on January 6th which is defend our constitution defend our country against tyranny and um you know, it's, it's all the brave listeners that are listening now. Um, let let this be a message to you guys. You need to get involved. You need to donate. You need to show up to rallies and protests. You need to vote. You need to get involved because uh, God does not like the, the idle cowards. He, he likes the brave and the bold patriots and uh, the people who stand up for integrity and for justice and for goodness. So get in God's good favor and start doing, uh, show your faith by your actions. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'd also like to take a moment to thank your dad for making it possible for me to be here. Um, you know, Ned Lang, Dinesh D'Souza, and many other American people that donated to me being here and, and contributed to, you know, our, our flags and our candles and things that we needed while we were here. So I just thank everybody so much. Yeah, that's no problem. Um, my dad is an amazing American patriot, and so is Dinesh, and so is everybody that's listening who decides to donate and get involved. We're all a small part of you have what, one makes, minute left. what makes America so great. And, um, you know, I'd like to say a quick prayer for, for Ashley and for Mickey. Um, Father God, Lord, we're, we're grateful today for the bravery and the spirit 
of Ashley Babbitt and what you put inside Mickey, her mother, to go and to carry the baton of justice and of righteousness, Lord. Father, continue to give uh, our cause, our patriotic cause for liberty in this country, your grace, Lord. Um, bless us, God, and, and show us the, the path that we should take and let us follow your voice wherever we may go. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jake. Yes, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, check in next week on the Political Prisoner podcast hosted on the Gateway Pundit um, for more truth and more news direct from the source inside the prison. God bless you all. Love you. See you later. Bye.